All right, today on the program, we talk about Godzilla from the year 2014. We're not going to go all the way back to the 50s or the 40s or whenever it started. Um, that's too many movies. It's a lot of movies. Um, so yeah, Godzilla 2014. Uh, don't remember the director, but my name is Dylan. My name is Ian. And welcome to Two Beards in a Movie. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Why did it have to be snakes? You're killing me, Small. Pizza time. That's where I'll just cut it, I guess, now that I'm talking. Now I gotta like really pay attention to when I'm gonna cut it. So we'll cut it at five forty. Yeah. Alright. So Godzilla twenty fourteen. Got it's already been seven years. It's crazy. Well just about. I know, yeah, I remember watching them in I remember watching it in the theaters when it came out. I think out. I watched it in the theaters too. I don't really remember. That's not a horrible thing to say though, because I feel like every time I say it, I don't remember. Like, I feel like it might be taken yeah. as I didn't like the movie, but I did. Yeah, I mean, it was when it came out, you know, because it... it was the first Godzilla in, like, years. Yeah, I think that was the first one since, um, I think no, Godzilla 2000 or something like that. I think there was one in, like, 2000 or, like, 99, oh. 2000, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. But it's been a long time. It, it, yeah, it was it, 2000, it, like 14, 15 years. Yeah, in short, it's been a while. It had been a while since the movie, uh, since the Godzilla movie came out. Um, but yeah, so this movie stars Aaron Taylor Johnson, Elizabeth Olsen, and for a brief second, um, Brian Cranston. Too brief, too brief. Moment. Yeah, and that's something we're gonna definitely talk about. Um, because I gotta say, we look at the trailer for this. Um, Brian Cranston is pretty heavily featured. Oh yeah, yeah. You think like, oh, Brian Cranston, you know, it's gonna be a great movie. Mm-hmm. Not saying it was a bad movie, just like, you know, no, it, Brian Cranston. Is a great it was movie. definitely themed out to be a Brian Cranston movie. Um, yeah, but then which it is wasn't. like, it, yeah, it was like different than what he's done. You know, he's he's done a lot of like monster movies and stuff. Yeah. So, and I would have definitely loved to see seeing more of him in the movie. Yeah. Um, movies directed by Gareth Edwards of um, Star Wars Rogue One fame and um, other movies. He's, he's done a lot of visual effects work, um, but he directed Star Wars or Rogue One. So that's to anybody's thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's into that or not. Um, anyways, so initially what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the movie plot-wise, um, kind of go through the story. If anyone hasn't seen this movie yet, stop it here. 
go watch it, come back, listen to us talk about it. Um, but the movie starts out with a young Ford um, going through or waking up. I think it's Brian Cranston's birthday, right? His character. Yeah. yeah. What was his character's name? Do you remember? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't even remember. How wow. He was in the movie for like 20 minutes. I'm like, wow, I don't remember his name. I mean, that's... Is it Joe? No, it's not Joe. Not there. No, Joe's is like his... I feel like he has like a really basic name, though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I ca- I'm probably just overthinking it. Um. Anyways, so it starts out, and Brian Cranston is talking to one of his tech guys at a, power- at a plant he works at, like a nuclear plant that he works at. Um, and they're talking about these like rapid, small, um, I don't want to say earthquakes, but like tremors more or less, and that they're mm-hmm. consistent, and they keep happening. Um, and he keeps talking about it while young Ford, who turns out to be an Aaron Taylor Johnson, a Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, later in the movie. Uh, so they're talking about it, and Brian Cranston's like, ah, oh, shit. My, or, no, Brian Cranston's wife. Oh, I forget, forgot her name. I guess, wow, I really really dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, I mean, isn't it, okay, isn't it like just Joe? I think it's Joe. Sandra. Sam, yeah, so it's Joe and Sandra. Wow, really, and their son's four. Really did yeah. It took guess. me a second to remember. I told you it was yeah. Joe, and then I second guessed myself. Like, it's not Joe. It is Joe. I'm trying to remember because it was starting with Jay. I want to say John. But... No, it is Joe. And their son Ford. Yeah, Brody. Fucking like Adrian Brody should have been this name in this game, uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, right. Um. Anyways, so they're all talking about it. Um. And L and Joe, not L. Sorry, Sam. No. Wait. What? What was her name? Uh. It, was, <laughs> it is L. Yeah. That's no, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, what's the wife's Oh, wait, are you saying, are you saying Joe's Joe? Yeah, Joe wife. Joe's wife. Joe's wife? Sandra. My bad. I don't see Sam. Oh, there it is. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Joe and Sandra both work at the same plant. They go to work together. Um, mm-hmm. They're ready. It's one of those things that, like, when the character says, oh, we'll come back later and have cake, you kind of already know that character is going to die. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, so we're going to expect one thing and we're not going to get anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, but they, they go to work, more or less. Um, and so he's still working on it. She's more of like a... I don't know exactly what she does. I want to say she's more of like a... response team, I guess, more or less, because she went down to the um, the place where like all the pipes bursted, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's like more of like a response person while Joe is the guy that like does all the numbers and looks at the seismographs. Anyways, more yeah. of those pipes burst. She's stuck down there and um it's one of those things and I kind of hated this thing in the movie or this part of the movie. I didn't really hate it, but it was kind of like one of those moral hates where it's like it's either save millions of people or save your wife. Yeah. And he and yeah, that's part really I got say Oh, there you go. I was going to say, it's really one of those things where it's like, 
you put yourself in the situation, you really got to ask yourself, like, do I want to be selfish or do I, have to, do I want to save, like, millions and millions of people? Yeah. Um, and Brian Cranston, like, his character, you can kind of see it in his eyes that he's really having that moment where he's like, should I just let my wife in? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, he closes the door and he hears pounding. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. And then his wife shows up, which makes it like 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I love that, you. That really got me. Yeah, she's like, I love you. Or she says, take care of our son or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah right? I'm like, dude, like, could you imagine? Like, the last thing, like, you already closed the door on your wife. And then she comes up and, like, mm-hmm. sees you. And you're like, oh, fuck me. Oh yeah, dude. Now you gotta live with that. Like, that'd be terrible. I mean, that'd be terrible. I mean, you. I mean, we're both we're both with somebody. Would you save your wife, or would you save like a million people? I would save my wife. Of course, wow. I would. Save my wife. I mean, is she that, near you? It's just me being selfish. Sorry. Is she? Oh, uh-huh. okay. No, I was gonna say if she's near you. I mean, you can tell you can you can be honest. <laughs> no, that's me. Being no, honest. I know. I I read it the same way. Um. I would, I yeah. would, I would save her over like a million people. I'd take the hit. I don't care. I mean, okay, I don't want to say I don't care about a million people, but I, I take the hit is the point of what I'm saying. Luckily for us, we're not in the movie. So. Yeah, right. So as I was looking real quick to backtrack on what we said, um, the so going through like Godzilla movies, the last one to come out before. This one was 98. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 17 mm-hmm. years. Um, and they did do a Shin Godzilla, which was in 2016. But I think that was like a sh- short movie, a short Japanese movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Anyways, getting back on track before we get too much off track, because I know we will. We always do it. <laughs> um, flash forward, I think, 15 years. 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, a. a Ron Taylor Johnson is now a older Ford Brody, uh, who is married to Elizabeth Olsen's character L. Which little did you know, a year later, um, they would be brother and sister in Age of Ultron. Which, was, yeah. which <laughs> thinking about it, like at the time, I didn't really know because when I watched this, I was fourteen. I hadn't really watched too much movies. Um, other than like the Marvel ones and other ones that come on, uh, come on TV. So I didn't know who Aaron Taylor Johnson was. I didn't know who Elizabeth Olsen was. Um, so to see them in like the Avengers the year next, I was like, who are these people? But watching it later down the line, like now, and I know a lot of their movies, I'm like, oh shit! Like they were brother and sister literally a year later. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um. Honestly, I didn't even know who Elizabeth Olsen was. I didn't know she was related to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I didn't know they had a sister. Yeah. So that was really shocking to find out. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I mean, it's interesting that she's related to them. And you can kind of tell, like, it's one of those kind of families where, like, you know, they all got into something in the same level. Yeah. 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 Ended up being Wanda and Pietro. Yeah. Um, I thought I was watching a Game of Thrones episode of how much they were kissing each other. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
But if the, it loads in, or it loads in, it cuts to black and it gets 15 years later, we get a dissolve into an older Ford who is in the army as a, was it a, um, is it EOD or IED? He's an EOD, yeah. He's an yeah. EOD officer. He's an EOD officer. Um, he's coming home. And, you know, that whole, and he comes home and Elizabeth Olsen's there. There are kids there who play, it's Sam? Sam Brody, which is their kid. Yeah. Um, and you know, like everyone's happy, it becomes all nice, and then he gets a call from I want to say Japanese cops or someone. Some or no, the embassy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because of Joe. Joe gets arrested for whatever reason. I don't remember what he got arrested for. He got uh he got detained for trespassing into the the quarantine. Mm, that's right, that's right. So he gets arrested for trespassing. And now he has to go to Japan to bail, bail him out or pick him up or whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't say bail him out because I don't think he had to pay anything for it. I think the embassy was just like, come get your dad, dude. Like, I, I think they're just yeah, tired of his shit. Like yeah, because he's fucking, ever since the incident, he's just like determined to find out what caused the trauma. Yeah, it's like that picture from It's Always Sunny where um, Charlie's like has yeah. his hand on the board and he's trying to explain everything pretty much <laughs> what Brian Cranston's character is in a nutshell yeah he's just gone full on just mental yeah I mean and as it, as it turns out for a good reason um, he's he wasn't crazy as it turns out but it was still you know weird. Um, so yeah Ford goes back uh, very reluctantly I might add um, he mm, yeah. does not like his dad. He's very against his dad. Um, I mean, obviously for reasons like he explains later, like his dad. I don't want to say ruined his life, but pretty much ruined his life. Um, yeah, there's a lot that went that, down you know. behind the scenes that we didn't really get to look at. Yeah, so there's a there's a resentment mm-hmm. there. You know, like, he doesn't want anything to do with his dad, but at the same time, you know, he has to. Right. Morally, he has to, like, get his dad. Yeah. You know? morally, morally, he has to help, like, even though he doesn't want to, but he still does it. Yeah. So he goes to Japan, um, and he goes and picks up his dad. Um, as he picks up his dad, they go back to um, his old house, I believe. I think he still lives there. But then, and then it creates a question... How the how is he paying for that house? He doesn't have a job anymore, right? Yeah. Or, Not after the whole yeah. incident. Unless like he got like paid from the government to, for whatever. Oh, reason. maybe. Maybe because he was like one of those workers that was in the accident. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They don't really talk about it. You just assume that he has the house, like maybe it was already paid off. Who knows how long it's been there? Apparently long enough to know a bunch of Japanese. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's long enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So they go back to the house and Brian Cranston. You can like this is definitely the Charlie from Always Sunny moment where you have all these pictures and uh, newspapers, uh-huh. all these books. Uh, he's trying to figure out what happened that day because um, in his head, I mean, ultimately, it what happened shouldn't have happened. Um. But it's still yeah. 
Like it was all planned out. Yeah. It was like routine. So he's freaking out and he's trying to like think exactly what's going on. So he has his board full of posters and all that other stuff. But he'll Yeah. And you know, Ford sees it and he's like, dude, you're still on this shit? Like, are you really still talking about it? Yeah, like he's he's so he's been over it, you yeah. know, he's been over it for years. Yeah, he's um he's gotten over it, he's accepted it. And I think he says something to his dad about it. Like he's like, I've accepted everything that happened, like why can't you move on or something like that. I they have like some sort of like small yeah. argument that Brian Cranston's like, uh um <laughs> but it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, and then Ford is just like, you know, let it go. Like get over it. Yeah. Basically. Um and at this point I don't really remember how they got to the um, evacuated zone where everything got blown up. Yeah, I think they, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't remember that either. <laughs> but they get there. They end up there. It was like one of those moments. Yeah, one of those, tri- something happened. They sneak in. Some, someone clicked their heels yeah. three times or something. Um, and they, yeah, yeah scene, like a weird, I think... Honestly, I think the reason why I didn't really remember because I think there's like a really weird, awkward cut between the next day and where they end up. But I could be wrong. Yeah. And I'm probably just not remembering it correctly. Honestly, I just don't. I, I don't remember it. I remember it as just like, you know, time passes like a scene or two and yeah. then they're there. They kind of just cut. Yeah. To so it. they get there. They get to the, um, to the site where everything got blown up. Um, and and then we're talking about how like the air's contaminated and that you're not supposed to go in there without wearing like a um I don't wanna say face mask, a uh, hazmat suit more or less. Mm-hmm. Um and Brian Cranston's like, ha, watch this, I wasn't breaking bad and then he took takes it off and he breathes normally like the air's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just a lie. It was just a lie, and then Brian Cranston's like putting two and two together to realize oh shit, everything's a lie. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, well, now you're covering this up, you're doing this, this, and that. Um, pretty much playing against the government at that point. Yeah. So, after that, you know, they go deeper into the plant. Yeah, so they go deeper and deeper. Um, trying to think what they find. Do you remember what they find? I feel like they, they found something, right? Uh, they find the, they found the. the oh crystals. yeah, yeah. That the crystals, the reason it was like so massive and everything, because it was feeding off mm-hmm. of the reactors. For like the the amount of time you know since the accident with uh, yeah, Sandra. and that had the muto mudo in it, right? Yeah, yeah, the mudo, yeah. And um, you see one of them, you know, emerge from the mm-hmm. the chrysalis. And it like you know it destroys a facility because it's fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and then this is a part where freaking Ryan yeah just gets off. And we never see him. God, I, I hated so that. Cheap. So um, so between that time before Brian Cranston gets off, I do remember this bit. Um, he get they get captured by the police that are over there, or like the watch, whatever you want to call them. Um, Ford and um Joe get captured. <clears throat> so. 
in that time, Brian Cranston's being, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, questioned. He's being questioned, and he's like, well, what did you know? Why are you here? All that stuff. And they find that he found all of his, like, oh. disk drives and his papers and all that. Um, and yeah. they're like, oh, like, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. It's the same seismic readings as last time, blah, blah, blah. So now the guy who, mm-hmm. or not the main, not the guy, the main um, scientist, I don't know what he actually is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really remember. It's um. <laughs> it was like oh, a, I have it here. To, oh, it's Serizawa. Honestly, it was a, um. Yeah. It was played by Ken Watanabe. Um, I've seen him in a few things before, but I can't really point him. Um. Oh, not I know he's been in the Godzilla movies. Like he's uh, a recurring okay. character. In the new ones, so. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, so yeah. they get questioned. Ford doesn't even get questioned. He's just getting put. He's being detained in like a little car. Like fuck this guy. He don't know what he's talking about. Uh huh. Um, and then the is it Muto or Mudo? What do they call it? Yeah. So the Mudo wakes up, breaks out of its cocoon, becomes a beautiful butterfly, just like the um, caterpillar from Bugs Life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then. They, it just starts wrecking shit. Um, and people don't know what to do with it. Everyone's like in awe, more or less. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. That's pretty much how everyone else would be. Um, and then it starts breaking things. And this yeah. is when Brian Cranston gets offed. And it, don't get me wrong. I'm okay with him. Like, I'm okay with that character dying because it gives, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, Ford, it gives him, like, a reason to, like, really want to be a part of this. It's the way they yeah, did so it that I was upset about. That's so dumb. Um, he know. falls off the rafters after they have broken. Um, and and then he goes in the back of an ambulance, and Ford is like, I'll be right here with you. I'll be right here with you. You're fine. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he gets lifted off because the government comes to Sarazawa and was like, um, we need, like, um, someone wants to talk to you about what's going on here. I don't remember what someone was. But someone in, like, the yeah. government wants to talk to you about what's going on here. Um, who do you need? Who's the one that you need? And he points at Brian Cranston. And uh, then you see Ford and Joe uh, in the helicopter. And he's, like... And Joe's, like, not really confessing his love, but he's, like, apologizing. And then he just dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess if you want to look at it like, oh, he he said his peace and, you know, he wanted his son. He basically wanted to make peace with his son. But at the same time, this is like the one character that knew like everything about yeah. everything that was going on. And then they killed him off. <laughs> he was a, he, he could have. Yeah, been and like I said, like it wasn't the it wasn't the fact they killed him off. It was the way they did it. Yeah, I mean, if they would have killed him off at the end. That would have been cool because, you know, yeah, more action towards the end. But this was just him falling. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> ah, fall damage. <laughs> Brian Cranston to fall damage. Um, so as we move forward throughout the movie, um, or as we move forward from that point, 
they get taken to a naval ship, and then Sarazawa is told that Joe just passed away. And then they bring Ford in. They're like, do you know, do you remember anything your father talked about? He's like, no. Why the fuck would I remember any of that shit? Like, like what? Like, he was pretty much is what he said. I mean, he said it in, like, a nicer way. But he's like, why, why would I remember that? Yeah, but basically that was, that was just a, yeah. It sounded, like, all crazy. Yeah, crazy. and he was like, most of the time, and most of the time he spoke in Japanese. Um, so he wasn't really sure yeah. what he was saying. And then he remembered something about, um, but what it was, echolocation? And then everyone's like, oh my god, he found, yeah. <laughs> he found the AllSpark. Like, it pretty much turned into, like, a Transformers movie. Everyone's, like, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, <laughs> basically, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say, but basically. Yeah, um, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. At some point, we'll talk about the Transformers movies. I'm going to wait a little bit. I really don't want to watch them again. Um, but so they kind of move forward from the echolocation thing. They figure out that um, the seismic readings on there and like the small little earthquakes and everything wasn't necessarily the thing waking up. It was also the Muto or Muto communicating with another one. Or yeah. in this case, I think yeah. it was the other Muto. But I think it was also Godzilla. Like, or they said that he was listening in. So or it was. Like that, right? So at fir- yeah. So at first, they're like, one Mudo is communicating with the, or is communicating with Godzilla, is what they thought. You know, like it was one kaiju to another. Uh, but obviously it wasn't because, like, I think in there, I don't know if you noticed it when you first watched it, but like, there was two crystalluses, but like one was already like open. Um, so they kind of figure out that there's more than one and then that kind of raises more concern because they're like well we can barely do anything about one what are we going to do about two or three um yeah and then um the um Sarazawa is like well this creature Godzilla or they don't even call it Godzilla I don't even know who started actually hold on let me let me let me let me post something let me put something out there real quick Sarazawa calls it Gojira, which was the original name of Godzilla from the like 1954 movie, the very first one, and it was all in Japanese. That's mm-hmm. besides the point. I don't even think they explain why they call it Godzilla. I think I just hear it at one point, and I'm like, "Well, but... yeah." Like right off the bat, they just start calling it Godzilla. They don't they don't say the origin. I don't know if it's like it's just uh... maybe Gojira. Like that's what. Godzilla means in Japanese, but man, they just thought it was like really broken English. Yeah, even though it wasn't. And Gojira, Godzilla, Godzilla. I guess I don't know. I thought it was just a racist thing, honestly. And honestly, yeah, that's what I was gonna say when I first watched it, and I talked to with my friends who watched it with me, or like they were telling me it was like horrifically broken English and I was like no I'm pretty sure it's just like the origin name and then they just started calling it right. for no reason right. for no I'm pretty backstory. sure it's just like a race thing honestly yeah yeah no, um, but that's besides the point um, so he calls her Gajira and he talks about how like the test the nuke testing during the was it the cold war or like before the cold war or something like that yeah yeah, um, that it wasn't like testing. They were trying to kill it, but they were just feeding 
it more or less. Um, which I guess is interesting as a plot point. Um, kind of bites them in the, in the ass later, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they talk about it, and they're like, "Yeah, Gojira is like a thing. He's a giant Komodo dragon or whatever." Um, and they just they're you know they're going on about it, and they're like, "Well, if he's the first one, or like the king of the monsters, is going to be like a like a like a kind of more or less keeping the title kind of thing." Yeah. Yeah, like sure. the way I kind of explained it to. Mary the best I could was um, like the Mudos are like other animals trying to challenge a lion um, where it's like you challenge it and you get yeah, messed up the lion's still the king of the jungle you know yeah and Godzilla yeah. being the king of monsters um, you know we should, we should make a Godzilla title belt and king of monsters we'll have like big show and <laughs> Kane, Mark Henry, other big dudes. I don't know. Just dressing up as monsters. Yeah. Dressed up as Godzilla and King Kong and other <laughs> monsters. Mothra. <laughs> Mothra. Mega, Mega Godzilla. Hey, Those are like the only ones I remember. There's a lot of kaiju. There's it's going like to be like a Pacific Rim thing. Um, where were we at? But, oh, okay. So the first Mudo attacks. Um, I don't remember where it attacks. Is it? It's not Vegas. It's um. I mean, it it attacks a Russian submarine. Oh yeah, yeah. But then it goes to like Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the Mudo attacks the Russian submarine um, because it had nuclear weapons on it, I guess, and drops the wreckage yeah. in Hawaii. Which is, you know, where everyone's going. And then Godzilla shows up to, like, fuck shit up. Yeah, and, he just fucking wrecks shit. He doesn't have to do anything yet. He just shows up. Yeah, and I made, like, I made a, I thought it was a funny joke. And I couldn't tell if Mary was laughing at me or not, or laughing with me. But when, when I, uh, when Godzilla, <laughs> I was, like, I was talking about how God's, how big Godzilla was. You know that scene where the yeah. leg was right in front of the glass of the airport? I was like, you got any Snickers? Like, yeah. I made, like, a stupid fucking joke. Like, a super yeah. stupid joke. Um, thinking that I was funny. And I don't think it really went out well. That's, that's besides the point. The point is that this is our first time in this whole movie that we're going to see Godzilla um, in his full effect. Uh, full body, I think. Um. Yeah, we actually yeah. see what it looks like. Kinda, I'm gonna say I'm gonna make that very kinda. Clear. It's very kinda dark because a lot of it is super dark. dark. The lighting in this movie isn't all that great. I'll give it that. It's atrocious. Like I, that's something I had that something I had beef with for the movie was the fact that it was all dark. Like I get it was supposed to be like a gritty atmosphere because it's. The Mudos and Godzilla, but still, like, I wanted to see right. Godzilla and I can barely see him. Um, you don't really ever get to see, like, a lot of the color. I guess not color. I don't want to say color because it's, like, dark gray. Um, yeah, you don't get much texture until later. So, um, 
Yeah, so Godzilla, this is the first time we actually see, somewhat see Godzilla, I should say, um, fight a, fight the Mudo, the first one, because there will be two. Uh, I'm in Hawaii, and this is when, like, everyone starts freaking out. A kid gets separated from their parents, and Ford's like, I got you, buddy. Uh, who later, after all the damage, Ford, that kid does find Ford, or Ford, um, his parents. It's a little light in a dark movie because we can't see shit. Um, yeah, it's really dark. Then we move on. You know, like the the news is playing, like oh, all this stuff happened in Hawaii, and the news is playing all these different um, sources and videos of Godzilla fighting the Mudo and everything like that. Um, and you know, Elizabeth Olsen is learning about this, and she's worried because she hasn't heard from Ford, and I don't even know how many days. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you. Yeah, he's tried to call her a few times, um, but hasn't really gotten much off of it. Um, But, so, you have that Mm -hmm. to go off of, and, you know, we don't really see much of Elizabeth Olsen in this movie. Um, Yeah, yeah, as being, like, one of the main characters, we don't really see her. Um, And I'm not saying that's an enormous issue. Granted, her character, the only thing her what that she had for her character was the fact that she was married to Ford and has a has their kid. Other than that, plot-wise, she doesn't really do much. Yeah. She's a nurse. Ooh. Um, so the other Mudo wakes up from, I think, somewhere in Nevada, right? Sk- skipping ahead, I will say, we, did, yeah. we do skip ahead a little bit here because a lot of it's, like, unnecessary plot points. Yeah, it was just filling. Yeah, and the movie didn't even feel that long. The thing is, the movie runtime is two hours and three minutes. Yeah, but a lot of that is like you know just kind of filling in what they know, the background to it. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't necessary. It wasn't like a. It's not. We're not skipping anything necessary. Um. In that time between seeing this next scene that we're going to talk about, it's really just the Navy figuring out where Godzilla is going to go, where it's going to end up um, next. So uh, the other Mudo wakes up from a nuclear chamber in Nevada, I think in Area 51, or they don't disclose the location, but you got a pretty good idea. Um, yeah, yeah. So the other Mudo wakes up. It's a female Mudo, Mudo that we learn later. Um, and it starts to wreak havoc in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Not really wreak havoc in Vegas, I guess. I think it's just traveling through Vegas. Does it? Uh, actually, it, it attacks Las okay. Vegas. Okay, well, it wrecks havoc through Vegas. Yeah. Does Godzilla show up in Vegas, or does he like, or is it because there's no water, he doesn't really get there? Uh, he shows up not in Vegas. He shows up in like the San, Fran- San Francisco the, time, right? San Francisco. Yeah, because there's no water in Nevada. It's like yeah. the literally like the the Golden Gate Bridge desert. Yeah, it's dry, um, freaking dirt. Yeah. But in that time, they learn about Vegas, uh, or they learn about Vegas, and it happens. So then they get riled up, or not riled up. They get put. There's a, the army gets put in an area. I think it's either Vegas or Arizona, like somewhere close to San Francisco, ish, I guess. Um, and yeah. you know, yeah. Ford is like, listen, I got family in uh, San Francisco. He's talking to one of the um, 
commanding officers or sergeants or something like that, who, if I'm thinking correctly, is played by someone I've seen before in like a Marvel movie, I think. Um, trying to think of his name. Uh... I'm also trying to think of his character. Is it Captain Russell? No, it was a white guy. And he was only there for like a few minutes. Oh. Uh, I think it's there's I think it's Freeman. Waylon, there's Admiral William. Captain Freeman, I think. No, he's something else. anyways, that's not that's not important. Um so he's just a character that's there and he's like and the guy's like we don't need an EOD guy. We already got a guy. Um, oh, and the Mudo, we forgot to mention, the Mudos have an EMP blast. Um, so any electronics in the area do get shut down, um, which is something that gets used often. As if, like, we would forget about it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's almost <laughs> talked about in almost every other scene um, that involves, like, the army. Like, it's got an EMP. Like, yeah, yeah we know. Okay. Yeah, like, hey, don't forget. As if it was like a really, I, I guess it's because something to just, it kind of dumbed down for the audience or it was trying to, even though like if we hear it once, we're going to understand it. It's like, hey, it's this. If they explain yeah, it once, you know, at least not it's not like, it. you know, they're like, it's an EMP. And then you have that one guy that's there every scene, like, what's an EMP? Like, at least they're not doing that, which I appreciate. Yeah, I mean, leave it to the audience. Let them figure it out. You know, that's it's one of those things where it's like if you explain it once and you don't talk about it again, and then you know it comes to a scene where like yeah. all the electronics are getting shut off, they're gonna be like, oh, it's because of that. You know, it's gonna be right. more powerful that way. Um, which is fine. I mean, honestly, which is fine. I like on like I get it. Um. I get the reason why they have to keep explaining it because there could be people that be coming like in and out of that. Um, in and out of the movie and be like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, but it's really, honestly, I don't think it was needed to be explained every time. But I, but again, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, the, the guys, create or have a bomb that won't be affected by the EMP because it's using old um, clock technology. And he's like, I'm the only one that knows how to do that. I'm like, really? Are you though? Are you really? I'm like, okay, whatever. If that's what, that's what you say. Um, and he, and you know, the sergeant is like, all right, fine, whatever you can go. Um, so they end up going there's another scene, another scene with the Navy, and they're talking about it. Like, oh, this bomb will not be affected by their EMP for the fucking 15th time that we heard that whole time. Um, yeah, and then yeah, overkilling it. cuts to the train moving, and they're talking about the, um, the device, how it won't be affected by the EMP for the third fucking time. And Ford's like, yeah, I know, I know how to do these things. Like, he's just, you know, Kind of being a little cocky, but then he's also like really worried about his wife. 
and kid who he does call before he leaves because they did have a working payphone. Um, and she's like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." Eh. Like all these different things. It's one of those things that like it's kind of, <laughs> and I don't mean that like the way I'm saying these things when I say, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." Well, I've talked about it like thirteen fucking times. I'm not saying it to be a dick. Mm-hmm. I know I like this movie, but it's just it's one of those things that like it's again it's filler, it's plot. Yeah, yeah, they just, they kind of rely, not relied on it, but they kind of Yeah, if you tell me that Elizabeth Olsen has to take care of her kid and put put him on a bus that's going to take all the kids Mm -hmm. to safe place, if you take, like, two minutes explaining that and you show it, awesome, good for you. But if you're, like, keep hounding on it and really nailing that, or hitting the hammer, hitting the nail with that hammer, I'm not going to be very amused. Yeah, because honestly, it's just gonna be like, yeah, um, what's happening? Yeah, and it's always like one of those movies that like you have a big character like Godzilla, um, and then you have you have to make some sort of story out of it because you are gonna bring it up later. Yeah, I I get that they wanted, yeah, I get that they wanted to remake it. You know, build a whole, you know, it's hard. You know, they're building a universe out of it, and it's a good step forward, but. It's just a lot of just storytelling instead of like what people want to see, which is you know Wrecking Godzilla shit, yeah, and what they're gonna do about it, you know. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, you know, so so in in that case, Elizabeth Olsen puts um, Sam, their son, on a bus with a bunch of other kids um, to leave San Francisco to a safe spot. That will be brought up later. Um, in that time. The train gets stopped on the tracks because they hear um, gunshots and they see flares and explosions. Um, and four people, including Ford, get sent out to make sure the um, train tracks are clear. Um, in that time, the Mudos are attacking, and we find out that the other Mudo that got broken out of Vegas, this is when we find out the other one was a female because it was pregnant um, with a bunch of Mudo babies. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I don't know exactly what the deal is with these mudos. Like, are they attracted to like EMFs or anything like that? Because every time that freaking radio went off with that one guy, um, he just kept. Yeah. Uh, they just kept looking at him. So is that the case? Are they like attracted mm-hmm. to EMFs or anything like that? Or I guess radiation, more or less. Yeah, I think. Yeah, radiation is what they're after because, you know, a little later um, when Ford is, yeah. you know, trying to deliver the warheads, um, you know, the, he gets intercepted and the Mudo takes the mm-hmm. warhead because it That's has right. radiation. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just like, it's all about, and again, this is another thing where like they hit it, they just keep hitting it in the head. We get it. The Mudos want radiation. That's why... It was in a chrysalis for 15 years taking radiation. Right. You know, that's why they want warheads. Like, they just keep saying that, and we understand it the first time. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, and like I said before, it's not the worst thing to keep, like, talking about it, but don't, like, make it super out there. You know what I mean? 
like this point when they talk about like the EMF stuff and the radiation, yeah. that's fine. They don't really even talk about it. They just like remember, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which I'm cool with that. But yeah. like the other things like the EMP where they say it like literally probably three or four times within two scenes. I I don't care. Mm. <laughs> like I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Um but essentially the idea of that is that that bomb that's on the train is supposed to go to San Francisco because they got to kill it. That's where it's going to end up. They're trying to kill Godzilla and the Mudos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to take them all out, even though, like, Godzilla technically yeah. just has to be... They're like, the let's kill Godzilla. He's not and they're like, hold on. No. No, he's not... Yeah. I mean, he is fucking shit up. But that's just because he's huge. Like, he's not intentionally out. out yeah, like, he's not, like... Everybody doing it on purpose more or less it's more just like he's there he's there because you know like i said like he has he's being bothered by the mood of yeah he's like dude leave me the fuck alone but they don't know that it yeah yeah and you know the mudos are just fucking shut up and he's just trying to like go back to sleep yeah um so essentially what happens is um, the Mudos find out that there's a bomb or something happens. Uh, someone shoots them or another thing, one of the other things. Um, and they start freaking out. They start destroying the um, train tracks. And Ford is on those train tracks. He, they pretty much kill everyone but Ford. Um, but he jumps out of or jumps out, jumps off of the train tracks and lands in the water and you're kind of like um so did you die like and it wasn't more or less like I'm like oh my god he should have died it was just like he probably could have died for sure yeah I mean he woke up and he was like I got dirt in my eyes (laughs) like it wasn't anything like super crazy when he probably should have like at least uh, broken a bone. Yeah, he should have been at least like a little fucked up, you know. But, yeah, you know, whatever, he man. He, he has a manager. Yeah, whatever, man. I'll take what I'll take what I can get. Um, so they airlift the nuke out, or not the nuke? Well, yeah, pretty much a nuke. Um, they let, airlift the nuke out, and um, Ford's like, "I'm alive." Um, they airlift him out as well. They go to a base in San Francisco, I think. Or no. Yeah, right? Is it San Francisco or is it in one of those ships? It's in San Francisco. Okay. They go to the base and this is another this is another thing. Um, They're like, because of the train not working out, they're going to halo jump um, from a plane into San Francisco because their planes won't work in the EMP field. We get it. Jesus. Like, I swear to God, it, mm-hmm. I would be rich if I bet, like, a dollar in each time I heard EMP in this movie. I know, dude. It was fucking ridiculous. Every second. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, um, yeah. 
So they talk about it, and Ford's going to do it because he, I think, I want to say he's the only EOD there. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why he does it. Um, so they Halo jump into San Francisco with like five or six other people. Um, and this is when like shit's kind of kicked off. Um, Godzilla's already there fighting the Mudos. Um, yeah. And they just hailing, Halo jump into it. Um, Elizabeth Olsen's character gets put into like a um, storm shelter, bomb shelter kind of place. Um, which I guess is cool. It kind of it reminds me of like the Godzilla from '98 because I think there's a scene where that happens. Yeah, somewhat. I think so. I know they took the some God- inspiration from that movie. Yeah, it's like Godzilla '98 or Godzilla 2000 mm-hmm. that they do that. It's one of those like early 2000 90s movies. Yeah. Um. So they have a scene like that. So it kind of reminded me of that one. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a 98 one though. Um, so they they uh, they do something about that like that and it, about that like that. Jesus Christ. Um, so they Halo jump. They come in and then they realize, um, oh shit! Like there's gonna be more of them because look at this fucking thing. There's a crater, um, that the Mudo built to put their, um, what is it? Their babies. In a hole. That's kind of that's kind of mean, though. Babies in a <laughs> hole. Did you think we wouldn't understand? You're gonna put right. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You're not a kaiju. Um. So that happens. And then again, this is another thing um, that we'll talk about when we're done talking about the movie because we're gonna talk about how we liked it and all that other shit. Um. It's one of those things that like. You don't need to prove to me that Ford is smart, okay? To be an EOD kind of guy, you got to be smart. This yeah. fucker sees that there's gas lines being able to be broken um, and decides to break them, set them on fire to blow up the eggs. Man, if I was in that situation, you know where I'd be? I'd be in, like, fucking where Elizabeth Olsen is crying myself to sleep because I don't know what the fuck to do. For real. I mean, I get that he's the main character, I get that he's an action movie, but to think that clearly, I don't know. I mean, to think of that. Yeah, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, like I said, you don't have to prove to me that he's a smart dude. I already believe it. But I get it. It does include plot points because in that time, Godzilla is um, finding the Mudos, and the Mudos have the best of him at the moment because it's two-on-one. <clears throat> and in that time, the fucking the the eggs explode and the Mudo's like, "No, my babies!" and then <laughs> it goes over there to um see what's going on. And Godzilla's like, "Jesus Christ! Thank God! Now I get a breather." Um, and yeah, and he like come. I think this is when he comes out of nowhere with this like fire breath, blue whatever the fuck. Oh, that cool stuff that we finally see? Yeah, we finally get to see something fucking cool after like an hour and a half of the movie. Um, And he yeah. shoots it out. I'm like, damn! Um, and Mary didn't know that he had that and we we're watching it together. And she was like, what the fuck? I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it's cool. Like Godzilla is cooler than what people think. He's not just a giant lizard. Yeah, he's not the lizard that flies through the air and fucking double drop kicks someone. Have you seen that video? Yeah, the, the video game. Like it, it wasn't the meat. It wasn't a video game. It was a movie. It was one of his old movies. What? Oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. It's fucking funny. The video games you can do oh, yeah, video games you can do it, but it's fucking funny, dude. Um, so, anyways, so we get towards the end of the movie. Um, Godzilla has already beaten one of the um, Budos. I think it was the female one first. Um, oh, it was a strong one. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how he killed it, though. It was... Um, oh, he... Um, tail swipes it into like a building and gets it and it stabs itself some bullshit way of killing yeah, it yeah um and it's kind of like godzilla sees ford and ford sees him and they kind of have like that kind of respect moment i guess i don't know how really to describe it yeah it was just one of those like you help me out i help you out kind of thing yeah and, it's like a mutual respect. Yeah, I don't know if that was like intentional, if that was like written in the script where it's like it's a sh- like a respect kind of thing, or if it just so happened that, you know, obviously it was in the script, but I don't know if that was their intention, mm-hmm. is what I mean. Um, and maybe it was, and I'm just overthinking it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So then Ford is like, I hear people dying, I'm going to go check them out. Um, and they have the fucking. Uh, uh, other nuke on there that doesn't get um, EMP'd. Um, and they have it there. They talk about it or not talk about it. They um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Oh, so they're starting to set it up, and they put it on a boat, and then the other Mudo like starts attacking. And um, on that boat. Ford jumps on the boat and he's like, I got this. I'm going to set this nuke off. And then realizes that he has no way of like getting home. And he kind of accepts the fact that he's going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that would have been a good way. Like, just kill him off. Fuck it. Yeah. I have no problem with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Just, you know, fuck it. Make it interesting. Yeah. We got to realize Aaron Taylor Johnson is not the main focus. The main focus is Godzilla. Right. Like, yeah, have have characters, but, like, this is a Godzilla movie, not a Ford Brody movie. We're not supposed to care about Kick-Ass being in a Godzilla movie, okay? Exactly, yeah. We're supposed to care about Godzilla. Right. Um, and it's just one of those things that, like, I have no problem. Again, I have no problem with him being in Godzilla. I have no problem with him being doing anything else. Um, But, yeah, I do agree that it should have been... It's a Godzilla movie, so let it be Godzilla. Yeah. Um, but, anyways. So we go back. Um, so Ford is, like, ready to die, and the fucking Mudo comes up after killing all of his fucking army buddies. Um, and he's like, and the Mudo looks at him. He's like, you're going to fucking die today, bitch. And then Godzilla comes up. He's like, nah, fam. Um, this is the only cool kill of the movie. He tears open the... Um, Budo's mouth and uh, shoots his fire breath down his throat, which initially yeah, rips off the head. Absolutely yeah, I'm like, dude, that's sick. That was like the coolest part of the whole movie. 
And then, and then, um, so then it kind of cuts away for a second because um, Brody passes out, or Ford passes out, and then it opens up. Sorry, it opens up with um, Sam and Ford being together, trying to find their find a, trying to find Elizabeth Olsen as anyone would, I guess. Um, yeah. And then it cuts into the fact that like Elizabeth Olsen's like, oh my god, where are my kids? Where's my family? And um, their son finds her first, and then Brody's like, or Brody, Jesus Christ, Ford is like, oh my god, it's my wife. Holy shit. And he gets up with crutch and all, and uh, hugs and kisses his sister, I mean his wife. Um... <laughs> And then Godzilla is like he's dead, but he wakes up, walks to the water, and fucking leaves. Yeah, and then the media is like, oh my god, he's the king of monsters. Yep. AKA, and, we're setting up the second movie. Right. And um, the fucking movie ends. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, hmm, maybe he was on our side all along. You know? Yeah. Little did you know he comes back yeah. and fucks everybody up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, and that was the movie. Yeah, and that was the whole movie. Um, so before we get into the other half of this recording, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Oh! You know what I like to use? I like to use energy drinks. Now, don't get me wrong. The big names like Red Bull and Bang are really good. They taste good. While one is better for you than the other, I like to kind of go off script real quick. When I started Twitch streaming, I didn't think I was going to get anything for it. I didn't think I was ever going to get a sponsor. I didn't think I'd ever get an affiliate program. I never thought I'd get anything. I just wanted to do it for fun. But I found out that Rogue Energy actually helps Twitch streamers and others alike. So, Rogue Energy, where are you at? Just kidding. This episode is sponsored by Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is a energy supplement company, kind of like G Fuel, but more affordable. With a wider range of flavors. While Rogue Energy is helping me out. I'm going to help you guys out. If you use my code DylanLive10, you can get 10% off your entire order, which is sick. You use 10%, you can get a starter kit and try out some of the flavors. Try them. You don't have to get a tub. You don't have to get anything like that. Get a starter kit. Get the one I got. I got the Night City starter kit because that cup is black and yellow and it looks like cyberpunk and I wanted it and it's sick. Use my code DylanLive10 to get your Rogue Energy started now. And we're back. So, overall, Eli, I'm going to have you start because I talked like for most of that shit. Um, what, what did you think, overall? Overall, um, I think it was an enjoyable movie. I did like it, obviously, compared to all the other Godzillas. You know, because it's just, 
the the way it looks like Godzilla's design and the monster's design is really really good you know yeah like for what you can see it's really good um you know it has some story like it builds the universe up good because <laughs> it's like oh there's Godzilla and then there's more monsters and you know there's even more monsters because there's like a whole mythology of it so I think it did a good uh, a good job you know keeping itself contained to its own universe of just like kaiju mm-hmm. and the way it looked and the fact that Godzilla you know he's there to just fuck other kaiju not not just like randomly terrorize Japan like in all the other Godzilla movies yeah uh, one thing I will say though that I didn't like it's it's called Godzilla right Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla is Godzilla. <laughs> He's not really the focus of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's more like, hey, um, here's Brian Cranston and all these other people that we're trying to build a story on, and then you know, here's the Mudos and here's mm-hmm. this, here's that. You know, trying to build a story, and then an hour in, you see Godzilla for the first time, and you're like, damn, it's been an hour. Yeah. Hopefully, the the re- the other half of the movie is just Godzilla, but it's not. You know, total time is like, you get like 40 minutes of Godzilla. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my thing is, is, um, this is a good movie. Um, compared to all the other Godzilla movies, which I've only seen a handful. I have not seen all of them. Um, but I've only seen a handful. This includes the 98 version, the 2016, the very old 54 or 40, whatever the fuck. Um, when it was called Gajira. Um, I've seen like the Mecha Godzilla, the Godzilla and King Kong movie or Son of Kong, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I've seen a lot of them is my point. Um, but <sighs> I think, I think what they're trying to do and what they end up doing works out um i have to say that for it being a 2014 movie i mean nothing's wrong with 2014 but for it being a godzilla movie in 2014 establishing a universe that you know marvel's already done um for the past almost eight years at at that point Mm -hmm. um that other places are trying to do as well I think they do a good job. Um, obviously, my annoyances with this movie are the repeated talking about EMPs, even though we know what's going on. Um, we have the right plot. We know what's happening. We don't need a repeated um, effect on it. Yeah. Although, I will say, when we had action, when it was there, it was good. Uh Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and and in a movie like this is very CG heavy, very very mm-hmm. CG heavy. Um, and to an extent, mm-hmm. you don't really notice it. To an extent. I mean, obviously, when you see Godzilla and the Mudos, you notice the hell out of it because that's what it is. But, like, when buildings are being destroyed, I mean, not being destroyed, but when you see, like, the rubble 
and the buildings in the background that are all messed up and the aftermath, you know, it can kind of pass as being almost practical. Um, although this movie was six years ago and or seven years ago now, um, seven years later, you can probably make it look more realistic, but that's not the point. Um, yeah. Plot wise, other than, you know, obviously making it the Brian Cranston show or the Aaron Taylor Johnson show. Um, I, I think the plot was pretty good. Um, you know, here's some creatures that are here. We don't know what to do. And Godzilla comes kind of sort of saves the day. Um, <sighs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you know, the human part of it, when they're not explaining Godzilla and the Rotos and like all that stuff, when they're not explaining that, it's kind of dull. They have dull human characters. Because, yeah. like, like I said, I'm not saying they didn't do. I'm not saying they didn't do a good job acting and stuff. I'm just saying I wasn't there to see like their lives. I was there to see like here's Godzilla, like his backstory and everything, and like mm-hmm. here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna fight Mudos, you know. Like and in the trailers, that's what you see. You see him; he's gonna like fuck shit up. Yeah. Um. But then, like, you get more character story. Yeah, and I get it. Um, I really do. I think the most character that got the most story though was um. Servizawa because he's gonna become a, a reoccurring character, um, and I think they knew that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and they expected it. And that's not like a horrible thing to do. Um, but the movie really heavily um relied on him and I was like, uh, is that really necessary? You know? Um but again, you know, like I said, I get it. Um but yeah. Overall, the movie's good. Um I think there could be some things that they could have fixed it or fixed upon, but you know, this is the first of a bigger universe that's going to keep expanding the more and more we fucking talk about it. So, yeah, I mean, like compared to everything else, you know, every other monster movie, I guess Godzilla, it it did a good job, you know, in trying to establish the Godzilla universe. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I just did it. It did a good job for what it was. You know, it was a Godzilla movie trying to set up. You know, the Godzilla universe. Yeah. Um. And and like I said, nothing super wrong with this movie. But like any movie, there's always room for improvement. Um. But yeah, so not a terrible movie. Um, it's pretty decent. If you haven't seen it before, watch it. Uh, you're not gonna really be. Too disappointed. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to watch like, uh, just a good Godzilla movie, there you go. Like, yeah. To start off in the franchise, you know, Godzilla 2014 is really good for that. Yeah, and you got like, you know, you watch the '98, you're probably gonna be like, uh, what? Like, it's not that great. The other ones are not that great. This one's definitely really a big bad. step up. Um, but if we have, we gotta rate it. We rated yeah. We rated the last one. We got to rate it out of five. Um, what do you give it? Out of five, I give it like a, I give it a three point eight. I don't know. I feel like I'm being nitpicky, but three point eight. 
Yeah. I'm gonna make it an even. Or do you want to go number? by halves? I don't care. I'm just saying. You don't want to make. I give it a four. I give it a four. Then I give it a four. I'm not saying you're gonna. You don't have to jump up to a four. I don't care. I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. Same, same three point. Same three point eight sounded weird. So I'm just gonna give it a four. Okay. Guess. I give it a four out of five. Um. Four. Four out of five Godzillas. Four out of five Mudos. Yeah, four out of five Mudos. Um, I would give it a three and a half ahead Mudo. Um, and like I said, it's a good movie, but stop telling me about this. EM fucking peas. I wanted to hear more peas in a fucking movie. I just listened to Black Eyed Peas, honestly. Like, and like I said, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's Uh really not. Um, but just it's just the overplay of this is affected by. EMPs, EMFs, blah blah blah. Um, it was also some plot points I had a problem with. Um, like, I don't know. I think a lot of it was cheese. It was a lot of cheese because it was like, oh, king of the juggle bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, dominance basically. Yeah, so that's a lot of cheese for me. Um, as much as I like cheese, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, so I think if I were to give it that, it'd be a three point five. If I wanted to be a little more generous and take away like some of the plot points that you know probably could be reassured, then it'd probably be a four. But as of right now, it's three five. Yeah, just take out the MPs and get a five out of five. <laughs> yeah, mention it once, and they could have easily gotten like a four and a half to a five. <laughs> That just goes to show how many times I said EMP. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's just too many. It was like 15 too many. Um, but yeah, so we recorded this on the 4th. It will be out tomorrow the 5th. Um, that was Godzilla 2014. Um, I was excited to cover... I'm excited to cover these because I enjoy this line. Even though I haven't finished... King of Monsters. Not that we're on that one yet. I just haven't ever finished it. Um, Which is a sequel to Godzilla. Um, But next week, on the 12th, you're going to get the episode... You guys are going to get the episode for Kong Skull Island. Which is next in the Monarch Kaiju movies. um, Movie line. Um, I'll kind of give out the rest of the schedule too. I am—I already posted it on Twitter and everything, so you guys can find it there if you want to, you know, save it for whatever reason. 